This is the Jonko Underground Podcast, number 89, sitting here with Echo Charles. I was talking to one of my one of my SEAL buddies a few weeks ago, and he was running through some quotes from me. <laughs> but it was from years ago. I was we were in trade at together and he was saying he just like rattled off a few of them and one of them was like, Oh, that's a pretty good one. He he said, I said, you can't sanity check things you are a part of. Mm. You can't sanity check things that you are a part of. This is an early manifestation of detachment, which I also talk about a lot back then. But it's similar to also what I've been talking about. I've been talking about this a bit on, on the Academy, the Extreme Ownership Academy, and I've talked about it at Gettysburg, anyways, it's a topic that comes up a lot. I talk about when you're in a leadership position, you're in charge of a mob, mm. and the mob is gonna act like a mob, which means they have a mob mentality, which means they're gonna have groupthink, which means they're all gonna get in the same, they're gonna, the emotions are gonna spread throughout that mob, and if they do something good, and they start feeling good about it, they're all gonna feel good about it, and they're gonna become arrogant if mm. they're not careful. The leader's the one that has to put the stop to that. It can also go in the other direction, if the you know if they do something bad or they lose a game or they do a bad mission or you fail at a project or you don't get the client that you wanted to get and all of a sudden the negativity starts to spread and morale starts to decline and it becomes a crisis of confidence that's also something that the leader has to put a stop to but the leader can only do that they can only see the direction of the mob and understand if the direction of the mob is correct if they're not in the mob the leader has to be outside the mob if they're going to see if something is right or wrong or see if the mob is heading in the right or wrong directions. direction. So this is critical to think about. That's why when you watch a mob on TV, it's like you understand that what they're doing is bad, but they don't. Right. They kind of do, but why, why are they doing it if they know yeah. it's bad? Yeah. Like if they know they could get arrested, if they know they could they could go to jail, if they know they could, they're damaging property that has nothing to do with whatever they're pissed about. You know all those things, but when you're in that mob, you're still just picking up a chair and throwing it through a window. Like that's what they're doing. Yeah, Mob mentality. Mm-hmm. So you can't be in the mob. You have to be very careful as a leader of, of being in the mob. Now, this term, this thing that I said, clearly was about planning because that's a common term that we used to use in the SEAL teams with sanity check. I think it's a common ter- term anywhere, but we definitely would use Yes, common uh, term? Sanity check. Hey, give this thing a sanity check. Yeah. Well, like, am yeah. I crazy? Is yeah, this a crazy idea? It made sense, but I never heard. I don't know if I heard. Well, we use it a lot. You know, be, hey, yeah. chief, can you check out? Can you just sanity check this for me? Or maybe the chief would come to the lieutenant hey lieutenant can you sanity check this to me like it yeah. was a common term to say but but that part of the idea is that it, if you're part of what's happening you can't sanity check it mm. you can't you don't, you're not capable of doing it it's not possible unless you're really good at detachment then it becomes a little bit possible but but here's so so here's the takeaways from this Number one, when you're in a leadership position, if you can avoid it, don't be a part of the granular planning. Don't get into it. Because once you're into it, you can't see a bunch of it. You're part of the mob now. Then mm. you can't see what's happening. So delegate the planning to the troops. Delegate the planning to the team. Delegate the plan to your subordinate planning to your subordinate leaders. 
So they can, they can come up with a plan and then you get to look at it. And I wrote about this in the book, Extreme Ownership. Then you get to stand back and be the tactical genius. Then you get to stand back and they present the plan to you and you go, hey, that's pretty good. Here's two things that you missed. Mm-hmm. And those are really important things. Yeah. And you know, this is what, I think actually that's Leif's chapter in Extreme Ownership. He's talking about me and how I would sit there and look at his plan and I'd be like, hey Leif, that's a really good plan, but you missed this piece of high ground over here. And he'd be like, oh, you know, what is Ch- Ch- Chaco a tactical genius? Mm-hmm. How does he know this? Mm-hmm. It's because I wasn't all caught up in it. Mm-hmm. So delegate the planning to the troops, stand back and be the tactical genius. That's number one. Number two equally important, but it's the opposite. If you are part of that mob, you have to reach out and get an outside opinion, right? You have to make the effort to say, hey, can you come take a look at this and tell me if this makes sense or not? Because I'm part of this mob over here and my thinking might be corrupted by the mob, which is entirely possible. So you gotta ask for that input and then you actually have to listen to it. Because a lot of times people don't, like to listen to anybody else especially when you've got a mob of seven people on your team that are all like oh this is going to be the best thing ever and then one outside opinion says well that's not going to work too well because of this and you go you don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. so you kind of just be careful that when you're part of the mob you 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 listen to the mob you're part of the mob mm-hmm. so be careful about that you're a little bit crazy when you're in a leadership position don't be part of the mob yeah that's what i got for today yeah, that mob thing is real. And I've told you this before where when I was a bouncer mm-hmm. and this is what they kind of teach you in, I guess. Bouncer maybe. Academy? Bouncer Academy, yeah. Actually, it's like you get, it's it's a security like certification course. Professor Dalton comes in. <laughs> <laughs> you should, maybe. Uh, it's for your guard card. You get your guard card. Okay, so it's a legit course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who teaches it? Is it a university or is it like a state run or what is it? Yeah, like I think county maybe. I don't know. I don't know who runs it, but you know, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of a fish. You need uh, this certification card to work in there. Oh, Echo Charles certified (laughs) bouncer. All right. (laughs) Literally, yep. Anyway, it's what they teach you with... um, How long is the course? Uh, <laughs> Something yeah. tells me it's like three hours. <laughs> Half hour. <laughs> it's a crash course. Is it more than one day? Uh, I think it's one day. I don't know. I okay. forget. So it's like the because I've taken this, it multiple times. So I forget like if it was more concealed than carry one. class, which is like yeah, yeah. a day. Or I would like yeah, that. I would I would compare it to that. Right. Yes. Okay. So uh, all right. So you're in this doctorate. What level they teach you. Course one of the many things they teach you is um, actually the stuff in there is I still remember it pretty much. Okay. Like as a citizen, it helps you a lot, okay. even as a normal person. All right. Um. So anyway, in a case of emergency, right, like a fire scenario, he's like, hey, they need you. It's actually kind of le- it's leadership in a mm-hmm. way. Where not in a way, it straight up is because they say, hey, in a fire, people's automatic instinct is to go out where they came in. Like there can be an exit, fire exit right here. And I used to, I worked in this club where there's three levels or whatever. And Which if they club? came in the, the, it was called the bitter end. Now I, it's called the tipsy club. I remember the bitter end. Yeah, yeah, right across the street from Maloney's. Check. But um, <laughs> so they, he said, hey, they need you. Otherwise it's going to be like panic and people are all going to rush for that main exit because most of them came in that way. Mm-hmm. So you have to essentially be the brain of the whole group, yep. group the group think. 
and um and direct them towards the exit and you better be loud because mm-hmm. it's like they have a mind of their own you know mm-hmm. kind of a thing and i was like huh that makes sense because even th- like imagining myself in the situation i would go through mm-hmm. the the main exit too i wouldn't like look for the escape now there i would but the same thing we should cover the course at some point what you learned from them the guard card guard card but they tell you how to do a citizen's arrest mm-hmm. they do like all this stuff <laughs> like it's there's a lot of like legal stuff where yeah. it's like a lot of technical stuff yeah. so you can like maneuver your way through it's actually pretty clever i thought it's like a, a warning though right like when you get your ccw and everything's a warning yeah well you're like if you do this you're gonna go to you're gonna get fined this yeah. you're gonna go to jail for that yeah basically yeah. if you if you are ccw mm-hmm. meaning you have a concealed carry license which you and i both have and you shoot someone they're like you're going get ready yeah, oh yeah get ready you're getting arrested that's essentially it yeah. it's it's what did they say? I think you might have said this, or maybe the instructor did. Where they said, if you fire the, your like, if your if you fire your weapon, just pretend that it has your name, address, social security number, and bank account on that bullet. <laughs> just imagine like that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, they don't play. So around. buckle up, man. And yeah, they offer all kinds of legal stuff or whatever. It, it's so. Um, it, they're so sketch about it. Wait, is this guard card or CCW? CCW. Oh. Where they're like, hey, if anyone sees that on you, get ready. The like, cops are going to come because they don't know. You know, like it, it, just because you have that license, you can't just be like, no, I have a license. Like people are going to see you with a gun and they're going to get scared. Oh, yeah. And they're going to panic. You yeah, know? well, there's huge deconfliction to be done, too, because think about it. You're in a shooting, a shooting situation. And you're in civilian clothes and you just yeah. pull out your gun and yep. start shooting people, mm-hmm. even if it's a bad guy, yep. and a cop comes up, what yeah. is he thinking? Yeah, exactly. he, you're getting shot. Oh, yeah. So it's a real, you got to really think about what you're doing. So a lot of the advice. That is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs eight dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground